Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my friend, Scott Jacobson. Oh, hello there, Logan. Oh, hi. Oh, uh, oh, and... It's meeting you here. Oh, you come here often? God damn it. Um, <laughs> so, today was episode... My mission to make the intros as unwieldy <laughs> as possible. Logan, continue. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh... Uh, on today's episode of Chatting with Fate of Compli, we're actually following up with our threat from last week very quickly. Uh, <laughs> you have 30 hours to get the money. Oh, wait, no, the other threat. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to, Scott, and this is going to be, I always, you know, obviously it's a Scott and I episode, but or, yes. No, it's a Scott and me episode. What is the correct? Is this, uh, probably. Uh, or me and Scott? Scott? And I, probably. Is it Scott uh, and I? It's an I episode. It's a me episode. Yeah, see, it sounds weird either way. Yeah, it really does. So. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but this is actually going to be uh, focusing on... Uh, th- this is a really self-indulgent <laughs> episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about our uh, creative processes because we are both two people who uh, endeavor to do creative things one of us more than the other <laughs> i mean scott um <laughs> not that i don't endeavor but i certainly i i can't imagine i drive as much as scott does to actually get shit out there because i'm a lazy fuck well i've been in a i've i will say i've been in a rut and i have yet to dig myself out but in any case <clears throat> there's been a very dance around the pointy way of talking about this episode not gonna lie yeah yeah you say you're that right. like that's right not things. you say that. Oh, okay, that's what you mean. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I thought you meant. I was like, because I don't see how what I said was that. Okay, yeah, no, we write things, stories mostly. Um, and yeah, I figure we're just gonna uh kind of talk about how we come up with ideas, what inspiration or what inspires us, why why we do what we do. Uh. Having said that, I'm going to uh, throw it to Scott. Scott, I guess, tell me Hi. how... Hello. Tell me how you get, I guess, either inspiration or an idea for a story. And then kind of, how, where, do you, where do you take it from there? Walk me through. <laughs> uh, this week, we don't get to complain about other people's stuff. Now we have to turn <laughs> the, the metaphorical, metaphor, metaphorical camera around. Oh no. Oh shit. Okay. So I've, uh, I've written quite a few things in quite a few different mediums, both published and unpublished. Obviously I have my novel. <laughs> I have uh, Mr. short stories over here. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well then I've also done some short stories, some of which are, I guess, quote unquote published, some of which aren't uh, done quite a bit of uh, playwriting and screenplay, mostly through university. I've written a few songs, some of which may be going somewhere, some of which maybe aren't. But bottom line, I've kind of, I've touched a lot of things. You can see my fingerprints all over this room if you took the right light to it. Unrelated. Gross. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So obviously, you know, it's it's different with each, how exactly I approach each one, each medium, each sort sort of discipline. But I'd say the common denominator for inspiration and getting started it's not hard and fast. I'll just say this right now, but it always it. starts with what I call this centerpiece. Like I'll have this idea or this picture of a scene in my head 
or the specific kind of mood that I want to feel from something and then building around that. And while I develop the idea, you know, it can change, you know, maybe I'll realize, well, the story started about this, but maybe it's about this. So the centerpiece changes, but the bottom line is that I have that focal point that I build around. And it basically the whole thing is just justifying that one scene or that one mood and making it work. And that's pretty universal, I think, in pretty much every medium I've written. That's yeah. like the, the <clears throat> vaguest way I can place it. <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot when I explain what my <laughs> um, Well, to be fair, this is something that I really would like to pursue as like a real career. Yeah. I'm not saying that you don't, but you know, at this point, no, yeah. probably more no, hobbyistic, right? Yeah, no. Oh, no. I, I would not argue that for sure. You've definitely, yeah, no, you've definitely put in the more of wanting to career it. Not saying that I wouldn't like to career it, but I do have other interests that kind of pull me in a bunch of different directions, which is kind of why I'm kind of floundering at the moment. <laughs> not sure what I want to <laughs> friggin' do. So, but yeah, so yeah, no, 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 that's that's fair. That is a fair thing to say, even if I don't like hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, your turn, Logan. What, where do yeah, you turn? So, <laughs> I guess um, I kind of, I suppose it's kind of along the same lines of uh, justifying a mood. Sometimes, sometimes. Here's the thing about me. My mind, especially when it comes to anything creative, is kind of just all over the goddamn place and like changes by the week. Um, my process, unlike, I guess, because sometimes it does blossom out of like, okay, I thought of like a really cool scene or not cool, but like a, a scene that I really like or something like that. And yeah, I want to build something around it. And usually there is a particular mood surrounding it and all that other kind of jazz. But <clears throat> my inspiration generally comes from i guess sometimes other media like sometimes other games or uh maybe sometimes movies too sometimes not i wouldn't argue a ton of the time uh it kind of has to be something that i really like Mm -hmm. if i was gonna like actually commit to trying to make a story around it um honestly a lot of my stuff comes from music like literally just listening to songs and then thinking about how that either how I feel or what it's trying to pull out of me um, or uh, the lyrics, anything like that. Uh, So music is a huge part of it for me. I don't know why, but I think it's because when I hear the music, it's almost like I'm thinking like, okay, this is a soundtrack for whatever's in my head. What's happening while this music is going? And that's kind of where a lot of it comes from um i will say though and this is a problem that i've had my whole time that just always with my creative process is in terms of what i enjoy doing most i really enjoy creating characters and creating worlds like the lore the backstory all that other kind of jazz about the worlds Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what takes me for the most part. Uh, And uh, that's what I think about the most. So like, I think, I I think up all these different worlds with all these like rules and all these uh, uh, 
all, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? I don't know if this is the right word, but all the all the lore, all the like background of like, okay, how did we get from like a spinning ball of molten lava and how do we get it to where it takes place now? And all that backstory and all that other kind of jazz. And then when I'm like, okay, cool, got all of that. I'm going to write down and write a story. And I write down, I put my hands on the keyboard and then I'm just like, uh, and then that goes on for like an hour. And then I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely part of the reason why I was, well, I also, uh, I probably also don't have as much experience just because uh, partial part of it is because you did go to university for it. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely have a, a less, um, what do you say? I guess exposure to more, well, one practice in general. And then also, uh, I guess, maybe techniques and proper structure and all that other kind of jazz that you know, if you're kind of stuck, you can think of like, okay, so what's some basic stuff that I could think of that might be able to help me jumpstart, like, or not jumpstart, but kind of give me a push in the right direction. I have like none of that. <laughs> I'm just kind of <laughs> like, oh boy, this is, ooh. <laughs> um, because I know there's a, the only real arc that I know is the hero's journey. And I'm not going to lie. I still have to look that up <laughs> to figure out exactly <laughs> what all that is. Um, my type of storytelling, I would say, is probably at this point in time, because I find it beyond difficult to create an overarching narrative. Like, I know there's things I want to, to do, and I know there's things that I want the characters to go through, but to actually connect everything in a way that makes sense and is internally consistent, I find, and not to say it's easy, like, in general but me in particular i find that incredibly difficult like i don't know what it is i i can have two scenes in my head i'm like okay like i really have these scenes really planned out i know exactly what's going to happen in these things but then when i think of okay so how do i connect these two i'm just like oh. <laughs> i have no idea um so as of late my writing has been, I guess you could say, more episodic. So I suppose you could say I've been focusing a lot more on the short story type of narrative. And when I say short story, I don't mean like 3,000 words like you're probably normally used to. I mean like probably still less than 100 pages, but somewhere between zero and 100. It really depends on how long it is. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, no. So it's this, but my process, sorry, and I've, I've kind of been on a bit of a tangent, but <clears throat> my processes kind of start, they kind of start with an idea. And then what I do is I take that idea and I start thinking about the background, the world, the lore, the characters that are in it, how they would interact with each other. And I kind of let that grow from just... I don't know what I think of or inspiration from other things or uh, I guess, yeah, a central idea of what the character's struggle would be. But then when I actually try to think of an actual story and how to actually 
you know, how they would, the structure and what they would actually be doing to get from here to here. Like, why is he there now? And all that other kind of jazz. I just I, like, my mind goes blank. I, I don't know. I, it's, uh, so yeah no i guess in summary usually whatever i'm thinking of in terms of creativeness is usually inspired by why by what i am uh i guess doing that week in terms of like Mm. games or well sometimes games or music or anything like that kind of the mood i'm in and then uh yeah <laughs> yeah and i dressed up my answer quite elegantly yeah the reality, I did not. <laughs> the, the practical reality of it is honestly it's not that super different for me too <laughs> like most of these things that pop up it's just you know because you know something inspires me in some emotion and i'm like i want to do something that's like that or yeah. maybe it's even something like a lyric I misheard. I'm like, oh, I like mine better. And so I do something with my <laughs> new lyric. Uh, but just little things like that, just like kind of chipping off a fragment of something. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a highway to heaven. Hell is too scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I yeah. guess to just kind of yes. juxtapose us a bit, I feel like my mm. process is kind of opposite yours. Yeah. You start with this really broad, like the world was a talk, and then you sort of narrow down from there. Yeah. Whereas I basically come at it the opposite way. Yeah. Where I start with this, n- not always like a full plot, but this like single idea, and then just expand mm-hmm. around that. Yeah. So that's where all my stuff comes from. That one thing that spirals into another thing, and it just kind of proliferates on its own. Yeah. See, and that. <sighs> I wish I could do that because another problem that I have is again, because I talk about internal consistency and basically what that means for um, anybody that's not sure um, is keeping like the worlds. So the, the world that you create within your story, keeping the rules of that world consistent through the whole story. So there's no like, Oh, well you established that this was this thing. But then later on, you're you like kind of ignored that and, you know, to allow this event to happen. Or like, you know, just basically just like timeline stuff doesn't make sense or something or other. Uh, but that's what I mean by internal consistency is that within the story itself, the world makes sense, as, you know, in terms of within the world itself. Uh, right, right. The problem for me <laughs> is when I started making all these worlds, I also start, you know, thinking of characters and all that other kind of jazz. And then later down the road, I start thinking of other characters and I'm like, oh, they could be added into this world, you know, but then I'm like, crap. But some of that, depending on the timeline, it won't really fit with what these people are doing at this time. And like, okay, so now I not yeah, no, yeah. So now I gotta figure out, okay, how does this interact with each other? Like, are they are they apart? Are they there at the same time? Are they years later? I have several story, I have several different stories that I have connected that are like like hundreds, if not thousands of years apart. And I've been trying to keep consistent with both sets of rules in very different timelines. And it's like not to say that the world can't evolve, but I'm trying to keep the basic rules that I've established for myself the same 
I, I, it's, but it's a process and I don't know how successful I am. <laughs> but yeah, no, I very much uh, enjoy, uh, yeah, the, like, cause I, I, I do technically start at, you know, like a single idea, but mine probably explodes instead of like <laughs> building around the one thing. I kind of just start going immediately, just boom, <laughs> like, let's go this way. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah, no. And I think uh, I think the other big difference between our processes is also probably that I could be wrong. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you're probably you probably focus on like not that you can't have multiple, but you probably have more of a focus on one story at a time. Am I wrong on that? Like, I guess how how often would you say that you're doing like multiple stuff or do you kind of have like a focus on one thing at a time? You know what I'm there. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not hard and fast. Like yeah. it depends <laughs> on really what's at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Like if there's an idea that I, I kind of like, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I would like to explore it, but I just don't really have any like strong inkling or really deep idea for it right now. I'll just yeah. back burner it. And just keep yeah. it maybe for later. Yeah. Whereas if there's something that's a little bit more preoccupying for my mind, I'll jump to it. And if it's sometimes that changes, well, then I'll jump to that. Yeah. Because I want to make sure with what I'm doing, I'm doing it from a place that's not like mechanical. You yeah. Know, like, oh, time to just tick, 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 tick. <laughs> that the feeling's there and it's coming kind of naturally. Yeah. So it depends. Sometimes that manifests as I'm just getting this done. This is what I'm working on. And it just flows right away. It's its own thing. Sometimes I jump back and forth between a few things. So how, how many again? How many things though would you say that you're between? Like I, I guess like at this moment, um, I guess I'll say, you know, no, just in terms of creative things, what is the if you had to give like a number or something you that you see. usually hop between? What what would you say? And sorry, I'm counting, I'm trying to yeah. think right yeah. now. Yes, right now. Uh, <clears throat> I would probably say on average five-ish. Okay. Maybe six. I mean, it's, it's all different things too. It's not like five novels or five short stories. Yeah. It's a bunch yeah. of different things. But yeah, I'd say five or six. Yeah, see, that's... <laughs> That's not bad. Do you uh, do you want to take a guess on what my uh, what multiples is? Are, we, <laughs> are we looking at here? Probably five. That's a spicy meat the ball there. You yeah, just dropped and, onto my plate. Yeah, and the thing is, they're not like like I'm not like a songwriter or anything either. I I I don't understand music. I don't understand choruses i don't know what makes a good song so i don't even bother um uh plus i'm like you know for me lyrics are good and all but i if i was going to write a song i'd prefer to do like the actual instrumental because i think for me that's a bit more uh interesting but no all of mine are also just like straight up stories too it's not like not necessarily yeah. novels but th they're like all within the same kind of realm and yeah, no, I have <laughs> definitely, 
I'd have to look. I definitely have more than like 20, like in my drive folder, just like all labeled, all at varying degrees of completeness. And that's the other thing too. It's not like, when I say varying degrees of completeness, a lot of it's also just still in my head, which is the other thing. Yeah. Which is like... I don't know. That's my other problem is the, I, sometimes when I sit down to write, you know, I want to write like a chapter or something, but the problem is I don't have those down yet. And so while I'm thinking, it's not like I really forget about a lot of the stuff either. Um, Usually if I write down like a quick, like, okay, was listening to this, whatever, whatever, I can remember what I was thinking about. But the problem is most of them, would be outlines i guess of like some events but i haven't written a lot of those down yet because i'm like well but i want to wait till i have a more concrete idea but i'm also like flipping between 30 different freaking things at the same time and i'm just like right if i like died today Mm. nobody would have like any idea of what (laughs) i had in mind for anything because i have nothing written down And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I will throw out there that the solution to your problem is probably a no-brainer. Put some stuff down. Yeah. Like the, the key to getting writing going is, you know, just to write. Just Do to write it, what yeah. you have. Because it's much harder to start things when you have nothing. But if yeah, you have absolutely. like, even, even just a scrap, you can have the sort of first draft philosophy where like, well, okay, well, now that I can see this isn't, you know, maybe not what I want it to be, well, what do I want it to be? And then you can iterate off that. Yeah. The only, that's the other I, thing yeah. too. Writing is part of my process real quick. There's just, it's mostly rewriting. It's like 30% yeah. writing and like 70% rewriting. And oh I don't think God. that there are, I think most writers would agree that. Uh, okay, so. That's where a lot, a lot of the writing comes from, quote unquote. Rewriting. Oh yeah, for sure. I will say this too, which this doesn't help my, uh, well, two things actually. When I actually start to write as well, there definitely comes moments where you're just like, well, this is either not nearly as good as it is in my head. And it's usually for one of two reasons. One, because, well, for me anyway, because I don't have the proper, I guess, skill uh, skill and slash or experience at this point to really portray what I'm trying to get across. Because, you know, in your own head, it makes sense. But if you if someone else reads it and was just like, that's not what I got, it's like, ah, shit. Okay. So now I then like, so that can happen. I've noticed that happens a lot for me because uh, the way I write. Well, sorry, the other thing for me, I will be perfect. I, I will be perfectly honest, and this might be weird, probably. I am not the biggest fan of actually writing. Like, actually sitting down and doing the writing. I I don't know what it is. It might just be because um, <laughs> I can be a bit impatient, which I think is another problem for me, is I try and get... Because, you know, there's obviously downtime and stories. You got to get stuff to go there. But I already have all the best scenes in my head. And I'm like, I want to get to those scenes. So it's really hard for me 
to friggin' pace myself <laughs> to not shove every one of them in like the same chapter. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to get to them and I just want to write them. God damn it. But the issue I know is that even though it's super cool in my head, without the context, no one else is going to think it's super cool. And I'm like, fuck. So it's weird. I'm, I'm a, I guess you could say I'm a bit of a creative that doesn't super care for part of the process, like a pretty big part of it, which is actually writing stuff down. <laughs> it's a bit of a part of it, you know. Yeah. Comes up in the job. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. And, again, the thing is, I definitely part of the issue with how I create is definitely the frequency in which I jump between things just because, I don't know, maybe I'm just a friggin' narcissist, but I kind of like, usually, well, if I still remember it. If I don't remember it, it's not worth writing down. Uh, or it's not worth, uh, you know, like thinking about more, at least in my opinion, for the stuff that I come up with. But the stuff that I come up with, the only reason that I'm hopping between them so much is because I actually really like them. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the concept or the characters. There, there are honest to God, there are some stories that I've just continued to try and grow because I just really like a particular character. And maybe that's a narcissistic asshole thing to say, but I'm going to be totally honest. That is 100% the reason. And the other thing too is, uh, well, maybe less so this. Um, but I would also like, well, I guess this is more so trying to see if I can. I would also like others to feel the same way I feel about this character. <laughs> right. I think that, though, is kind of more of a test of, like, okay, can I actually do that, though? Um, which is kind of why, uh, I don't know, for me, and I'm sure this is true with everybody, but, uh, like, the other biggest part of my writing process, besides the actual writing, is definitely getting someone else to read my damn work. <laughs> because, again, my biggest problem is I want to get to different, you know, things that I've already thought of that I think are super cool. But I need to get there somehow. And I need to have someone else be like, no, 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 no. You need to slow down. You need to pace it out because <laughs> yeah. this isn't uh, making uh, uh. sense. Or this isn't as good as you think, which, you know, good. Friggin' tell me that. But I definitely need a second pair of eyes on my on my stuff at all times because I can definitely very easily become just like, oh my God, I don't care anymore. I just want to get to this part. Like I I like, oh my God, I just need to get there. And I know that's bad, but that's that's how I am. Oh. <laughs> well, then sometimes you don't realize it. Because yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. the most valuable tool you can have when writing is a second pair of eyes. Yes. Everything sure. else aside. People yes. will see things that you never dreamed of, the kind of things where you just nod and say, yes, you got it. And yeah. then you write that down for later because you didn't think of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, I, I, I don't know, Scott. I don't know how you, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know how in God's name you wrote one book and then wrote another book in the same, like, universe i don't know how you had the 
commitment to just stick with one thing. I'm not saying that you did it the whole time, but you did do it enough to actually publish it and like put it out. So I don't know. How, I'll be honest. I don't know how, well, one, I don't know how to fucking write a story to, well, like a novel-esque story, you know, where there's like an arc and people need to get to different places somehow. I don't know how right. the hell you, I, I, I don't know how you had the focus to friggin' do that. I, I really don't. And it's weird because I've seen enough stories where I should probably know how to do that. But for whatever reason, whenever I sit down to actually try and like map something out, I just, I don't know. I blank. It's, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Being on the other side of the curtain, definitely. It, it, it you'd think that it like, Oh, well, I know, I know all of this stuff. It'll be okay. Yeah. But then you know, I think that that's, that was definitely symptomatic with me when I definitely started my first book where I just like, I want this to happen. I want this to happen. And in my brain, I'm like, yes, but <laughs> this is, a, it's kind of a uh, missing the uh, trees for the forest thing, you know, yeah. where you have the idea in your head as the writer, you have the tapestry of everything. Uh, the reader doesn't, you need to kind of chop down your tapestry into a nice scarf or something like that. So they're yeah. more focused. <laughs> But yeah, I, it's just a lot of patience, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely something you need to develop when you're yeah. especially focusing on something as large as a novel. Yeah. Saying that you will, but even still, you know, screenplays, these things are big. These are like hundreds of pages. And to make it's difficult work to make something that big, but also still have that focus on the little details. Yeah. And the key ingredient is honestly just a lot of patience. You yeah. just work away at it, work knowing that, you know, you might have a better idea later and have to go back to change things. Uh, and then, but, you know, knowing it's never going to be perfect, but it's just going to get yeah. really close, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hope but yeah, that's perfect. definitely a... Go on, Logan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just a lot of patience. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Just a lot of chipping away at it. Unfortunately, I am... Unfortunately, I would very much like it to be a sprint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I... I well, yeah, it's, I, it comes with experience, too. Obviously, yeah. you know, the more that you write, the more you understand how your writing comes off to others, the more you can think about... Less about just simply putting the things that are in your head into something that's not your head but also doing that in a way that's comprehensible to other people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just something that you, you pick up and you learn on the way. Yeah. Cause yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of stuff I would like to, honest to God, there's a lot of stuff, especially in my head that I'd like to share, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, I guess it's this weird kind of thing of like, uh, uh, I don't want like I want to share it, but I want to share the best version of it. And the problem right. is I don't have that yet myself, especially in these longer form things where it's like, sure, I could show you a scene and be like, you know, isn't that cool? <laughs> you could be like, yeah, you know, it might it'll probably be cooler when the whole thing's there. And I'm just like fuck <laughs> <laughs> that is the whole thing though yeah 
but uh no it's like because like when i and this is something when i sometimes when i uh ask your opinions on like very basic plot things basically what i'm explaining to you scott is all i have and that's all i'll have for a very long time because it's like i i just i don't there's there's a point i i will i have a point a i have a point b but i have yet to find my process yet of getting there and it's just like and how to make it interesting and not like convenience and making having it make sense and i'll be honest I, i i don't know how a lot of writers also do like twists and stuff like I try and and it probably comes with like experience and stuff, but it's like, God, I don't know how some people come up with like creative like ways to get characters into situations or to locations that isn't just like, and then they walked there. (laughs) (laughs) Then they got a bus ride. Yeah. And like they didn't have exact change, but they said it was okay. How to get someone creatively from point A to point B is definitely one of my biggest struggles. And it's like, I don't know, Scott, if, it, okay, let me ask you this. If you are also struggling with that, how do you, I guess, try and overcome it? Because I have no idea and I would like some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to give you some thoughts. <laughs> well, well, definitely specifically in your case first, uh, I would just definitely write down what you have. First and yeah. foremost, instead yeah, of just keeping it in your brain, because yeah, a lot know. of the times the, you're thinking when you're actually writing versus thinking when you're just thinking will yeah. be different. And maybe you'll oh, yeah. come up with, oh, you know what? Maybe the mountain should fall over. Why not? I hate that mountain. <laughs> Screw that mountain. Damn mountain. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but, and then also it gives you something, you know, like we're saying, a sort of first draft philosophy where you can step back and be like, wow that is as bad as i thought it was gonna be (laughs) or the opposite oh you know that does seem pretty good but what if this got what if you see this anti here this nice anti what if it got up better (laughs) yeah so uh, definitely just (sighs) just write something dude just get just do it yeah just you gotta start somewhere yeah i know (laughs) yeah and i have for uh, uh, sorry go go on. on No, I no, was just no, going to say, I, I have had several, I have had several starting points. Like, uh, I don't remember if you remember this, but uh, the, uh, the Gaza story I wrote. Um, yes. That was the, that, that was actually supposed to be the prequel just because I wanted to, well, again, I, I, this is kind of why I miss university and I wish I had taken a bit more creative light, uh, writing courses just because I use that very much as an excuse to fucking work on some of my stuff because it's not like I'm holding myself accountable. No, it's someone else is also holding me accountable to a deadline. I'm like, oh shit, I need to right. do this. Yeah. Uh, which I think is another problem for me uh, is just that the only person that I can hold accountable is myself. <laughs> and not to say that like I don't feel disappointed when I don't do it, but I'm also kind of like, eh, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, also, there's no like actual consequence besides just not doing it. So it's like, okay. Uh, right. But you want me to um, give you a deadline, Logan? <laughs> I'll give you a deadline. Yes. <laughs> On my desk by the 22nd. 
I'll have your toes. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I had these. I do have several starting off points for several of my stories. But again, I run in and then I start trying to, you know, keep going. But then I just again, I just run into the issue of like, okay, I know where I want to go next, but how the hell do I get there? And I'm just like, frig, because the whole and I'll just say this right now, the whole Gaza story leads to kind of like the kind of the whole point of that story and it's it's not anything unique and that's something else that i try and avoid i don't want to be cliche but there are some cliches that you know they still work or i guess i guess cliche uh there are some cliches that can still work if you're able to pull it off well Uh, for instance the last of us part one really (laughs) cliche there's nothing super super unique about the concept you know, like the, or sorry, uh, not the concepts. What am I thinking of? The story structure or just the story? Just a no. lot of the, the narrative content. Yes. Thank it's you. not a lot of anything new. Definitely really in not. the zeitgeist in which it released with the zombie culture yes. being it like a fever pitch. But even like the theme of like a hardened man, but he like becomes, you know, and kind of rekindles his own humanity through the, the, the companionship of a young daughter like figure, blah, 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 all that other kind of jazz. Right. Isn't it isn't it called like the datification of something or other? I don't remember. Sure, uh, I'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but um what was I saying? Right. Uh, it doesn't do anything new, but yeah. it does it well. Does it yeah, very it does well, it well in a lot of ways. And so I I I try I try my best to not use some of the cliches, but some of them are interesting, I think. Um because my whole point with Gaza is kind of having, uh, and I need to definitely work on this in general, but the point was supposed to be like kind of a, uh, he's uh, uh, like, alert, and I'll try not to get too deep into this because I, I could go on for this for like an hour, but the whole point is, he'll do it, damn it. It's kind of, yeah, I will. It's essentially like a learning AI that eventually becomes a lot more human than anybody else around him. And the whole point or the whole thing that I'm trying to build up to after the prequel is his foil. And I actually know what a foil is. I can't actually remember the acronym and what it stands for, but essentially it's the opposite, right? It's like the opposite of what the character is. Like if a character's foil is kind of like the direct um, antithesis of the, that character, right? Am I wrong? Not, no, it doesn't have to necessarily be direct, but it pretty much, yeah, like a contrast. But, okay, yeah, but it's like a pretty, yeah, okay. Uh, and I kind of, the whole buildup of that is to uh, bring this in, this other character who is essentially the uh, foil to Gaza, where he's a human that uh, has more or less uh, lost his humanity and how those two interact with each other. And the thing is, too, is they're not enemies. There's a there's a whole thing with that story that I'm thinking of where I, I, if the whole world is controlled or there's no countries anymore, it's corporations and all that. It's a whole thing. Trust me. I'll, we'll be here forever. But uh, the whole, the point, is, do it. The, <laughs> the point is it's cliche for sure. Like, Oh, robot learning to love or not even necessarily love, but be human. Uh, but I really like that idea. 
and I'm trying to pull it off well, and I'm trying to build it up naturally with these characters and their interactions. But then when I go and sit down, like, okay, here I go trying to, you know, start this off after the prequel. Shit. <laughs> How do I actually get him there <laughs> within this world? And that's the thing too. I know there's a lot of, and I, I don't know, Scott, how meticulous are you? Because I'll say this, I I actually, so Scott has, and I, I, I hope this is okay to share. Scott's got a second, he's got a follow-up book to his first book that he's been working on for a while. And like two, two summers ago? No, yes? I don't know. Some time ago, he gave me like the full, like a uh, full draft manuscript is that what it's called is it a manuscript yeah, yeah. he gave me a full draft it. manuscript and was like hey read this uh tell me things and i was like yes master um no uh <laughs> i said yes have it on my desk by the 22nd <laughs> i said yes scott i will because i am your friend uh and you know we had obviously we had some good discussions about it and all that other kind of jazz but with that i was asking you a lot more you know a lot of my comments were well you know i'd like to know more about you know the world and whatnot but the thing is none of those questions and none of those things that i was actually asking about would change the story like at all it was just my own inquiries <laughs> into the world and i feel like maybe a problem with my process especially when i go to write down like you know okay how do i get this guy from point A to point B is I start getting into the world too much and like thinking too much about the uh, how that how that would happen in the world you know what I mean right. like and I, it's just like <laughs> I don't know if I'm just making it way too difficult for myself or what because well that's the other thing too for sure is that I definitely need to get into the mindset of, well, not that I'm against changing things, but especially when I sit down to write, I need to get in the mindset of this is just temporary, write down what you have. You can change it later. If you think of a better idea. <laughs> right. Um, and that's, that's a definite uh, skill you need to build. And that's, it's oh, yeah. hard at first just because if oh, for you're sure. official, and like yeah. oh, I'm putting it down. It's so official. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, Logan. You get enough experience. It's it's all fodder. It's it's just yeah. wheat before thy mighty scythe. That and that's something else that I've noticed it, again because and that, maybe that's part of the reason why I don't haven't written down a lot of things is I'll be perfectly honest. A lot of my stories, especially over the years of, and by the way, years of me thinking of them. <laughs> A lot of things have changed that were not there initially. It's just instead of going back and having to change words on a page, I've just been changing them in my head. <laughs> like there's a whole storyline with Gaza's foil that I was going to, that's kind of where he spawned from. And I've kind of dropped most of it at this point because it's like whatever it doesn't super matter it doesn't really fit with his character anymore like he started off as kind of like a tragic hero but now he's kind of just like a self-centered terrorist <laughs> and it's like it's like ooh, jesus christ what the fuck happened <laughs> like but but stuff like that but 
it's like i don't know yeah no i guess no i, I guess i'm still kind of in the mindset of yeah when i write it down it's like ooh, it's like official look <laughs> at <laughs> what i'm doing here. yeah and it's just yeah i again well my other problem also is that i've got like by the way when i say 30 different stories i don't just mean like oh like there's 30 different stories but some of them are like small like there's not a lot of like stuff going on and some of them are, you know, you know, a bit bigger, like the Gaza thing where I have like a whole world that I kind of already know about. No, I mean like 30 different stories. Some of them take place in the same world. So, you know, that's, you know, that's whatever. But most of them for me have, <laughs> are at least somewhat fleshed out worlds that every time I switch between them, I need to readjust myself and be like, okay, this is what happens in here. This is, you know, the, the, the structure of the world and what can happen within it. Okay, cool. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's a thing of jumping between those where I'm just like, and again, I really like, I, I really want to write all of this stuff, but it's the problem with writing is it's very time consuming. I would love to be able to mm -hmm. write like five things at once, but I can't. And it's just like, fuck. <laughs> you just aim your brain to your computer and just like a shotgun. Bah, there it is. Yeah. Honest to God, I wish. It's oh, all God. over there. Oh, God. I wish, Scott. I wish. <laughs> we all want it, Logan. Yeah. But I know that's not how it works. And I know I need to focus on one if I want to make any real progress. But I don't know. I just, it's like, it's been very hard for me to just stay focused on the one thing. So I, I, I don't know. It's it's. I would argue it's definitely uh, a uh, <laughs> an experience thing that I just don't have enough, and I have not committed yet. And I've just made it like a billion times harder myself on myself because I started a job that is a like a normal like nine to five, so I have way fucking less time now. Anyway, so great, excellent. <sighs> If I were to, big, I'm also a pretty big gamer, so that takes a lot of time yeah. too. It's a lifestyle, mom. I say that like I said that jokingly, but I'm actually not really joking. <laughs> there are again, I like acting. I said, this is why. What was I? This is why this is more a hobby thing, for sure. Is because I do have other hobbies that I do want to focus on and stuff, and. Part of it, part of it is games. I like. I won't lie. Um, hopefully, I can find, make a schedule for myself where I can fit in some writing time. But I've got. I will say, I've got. Too, I've got too many interests at this point. And again, like I kind of said, it's kind of extended from me floundering, not knowing what the fuck I want to do with my life, and it's also kind of extended to my hobbies, where I like playing games. I like being a hobby voice actor i like doing this podcast that's part of it too <laughs> <laughs> i like doing this podcast You're enabling I this like... you listening to it yeah you adrian shit. <laughs> i like doing this podcast i like doing a what was the other thing i like writing i like drawing but the problem is if i want to become like really good at one of them i like i have to focus on that one like, mm -hmm. and it's like, I, I just have not committed. Like I've jumped between writing, drawing and voice acting like so many times. Like right now I'm on a, 
I guess, technically more of a writing kick. <laughs> but uh, no, I and I progress has been slow to non-existent for like all of them. So it's like, eh, I don't, I, I just, I, part of my creative process is I don't know what the fuck I want to do. And I feel like that's <laughs> an, ex- I feel like that's an extension from my actual own life. That is like, at, it's kind of a reflection of <laughs> where I am. <laughs> my life imitates right art, now. imitating life, imitating art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. I mean, definitely. Welcome to Logan's therapy it... session. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most most late Logan's therapy I've gotten in a while. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, I definitely p- making a schedule. I think would be very helpful. Oh, yeah. Just making it a habit. Very much. Yeah. Uh, because you know, like I said, one of the best things to do if you want to write is just to write. Do it. it doesn't yeah. have to be yes. like, oh, look at me. I'm doing the oh, the whole. This is it. This is the I final chapter. Am... Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> he lives through my pen. <laughs> but just you know, getting in a habit of not even just like writing your stories, just writing. Yeah. See, and that's what I'm trying to do with these. Where what I was trying to do with these weekly writing prompts, because mm-hmm. I don't have to think about my stories. I can completely just be like, okay, this only requires a thousand to three thousand words. So you know, that's like eight to twelve pages. That's fucking nothing. Yeah. And you can think about, you know, well, there's obviously prompts and you want to say within the prompts for the most part, at least to start the story, well, then go nuts, do whatever. But I found for me, <laughs> again, is this kind of like this, and I have ideas for this week. Uh, I'm not going to be, I'm, I have a feeling because we're doing the podcast tonight, I'm not going to have fucking time tonight if I want to do some other shit and still go to bed on time. Uh <laughs> uh that it it has been a bit nice but again it's like this i don't i i don't know what it is where when i go and sit down to write something i'm just like i have an idea i have a concept but i don't know how to get from point a to point b for example this week i want to do something about a man that that my idea is like the man from a uh, person from el dorado Uh, Or at least they call him the man from Dorado because he knows a lot of things. And I kind of want this short story to be about a person who is very greedy, uses this guy with kind of just not really thinking about the consequences. And in the end, like El Dorado turns out to be real. And this guy like essentially curses him. And it's like a consequence for being greedy. Again, nothing fucking unique, but I think I could tell it in an interesting way. So I have that idea in my head and yesterday when i sat down to actually try and start writing it i was just like how in god's name do i start this where am i going what am i doing how do i write a greedy character that you know like makes sense and like i'm just like oh, fuck. <laughs> and so hey guess what i've made no progress on that <laughs> and there's just, definitely I, a pressure when you start off because it's like oh yeah you want to start it off right yeah i just i I think my biggest problem is getting even in these like little short stories getting like that story structure down i do not know what it is but when i sit down to actually try and write something out my mind just like i can think of like 
a bunch of, you know, like maybe examples of like a greedy character. But when I go to write my own, I'm just like, it's like I've never experienced that before. And I have no idea what I'm doing. It's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's much different when you have to, you know, metaphorically build your own. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I still have no idea what I want to do. Like, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what structure I like. I have the. I have the ending in mind, like what happens after the consequences come to bite him in the ass, but to actually get there, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I feel like I've been talking a lot. Um... <laughs> well, if I could maybe offer a little oh, bit. Yes. That it, it could be helpful. Maybe it couldn't be. Maybe it'll be just helpful to someone listening out there who wants to write their own things. Go for it. But definitely one of the pieces of advice that I've started handing out that I think is really good, I picked it up in university, is to, I know you said you don't, Logan, and you don't know how to, but I would honestly start writing music, writing a song. There's a film instructor from way back when who pushed this on his students. I cannot remember their name for the life of me, and I feel really bad because this is, you know, advice I'm handing out and I don't know where it's from. but there was a, it was a teacher that did that. And then one of my teachers, you know, told us about that. And I think it's really a good idea to do that because it's kind of like why you would give a pet to a kid. You know, you give a kid a pet to teach them responsibility and they'll use that responsibility in other things in their life. Yeah. And because when you have a song, it's a very condensed thing when you're writing a song, it's going to be like what, two pages on Google docs maximum. Yeah, probably. It's not, it's not going to be that long, but yeah. because it's so small, that gives you something, you know, of a relatively conservative size you can look at and you can see, okay, well, what does this part do for the whole, you know? And you get to take that little kind of detailed approach while also keeping in mind the whole thing. Cause you have the whole thing right there. It's easy to keep track of everything. Yeah. And so doing stuff like that can help you sort of build that skill to focus on more of the mechanics, I guess. Like yeah. how the how one you... informs the other and so on and so forth. The significance uh, of certain parts. I guess my question to that, though, is how and maybe I don't know, maybe I just don't know enough about writing music. But how do you do that if you don't know what like the melody is going to be or like the music is going to be? You know what I mean? Right. Like. For me, just the way I listen to music is, you know, lyrics are definitely important for sure, but I I don't know. I, I, I think I appreciate the instrumentals more and how, like, uh, how composers are able to mix music and notes and whatnot to be able to right. draw out certain emotions and... I know literally nothing about that. <laughs> well, that's the other thing about why writing a song, because you have the sonics of it. You focus on how things that when you write it, how they're going to sound. Because obviously yeah. you're going to repeat it to yourself. You're going to have it in your head. And yeah. then you also get to think about it with, you know, what would the underlying instrumental be? Yeah. And so then this gives you more, more of that hole that you focus on through the little, little parts of it, you know? Yeah. It helps you think about that. I say mechanically because, you know, <laughs> kind of is mechanical, but not like, not like mechanically as in like, you know, to rote or whatever like that. Yeah. Mechanically is understanding how to make it sound not mechanical at all. Yeah. 
let me actually let me throw this at you because I've I said I established before. Wait, I'm not ready. I, okay, my hands are up. I'm ready. To I established before that the way that I create a lot of worlds and stuff is through you know music and some of the music you know doesn't have lyrics and there's some specific songs that i view as kind of like the almost like the theme song of like a character or a world i don't know if this will defeat the point but do you think in terms of writing a song, if I'm really struggling to like think of like the melody, do you think maybe I should take that instrumental and then try and put words over it? You know what I mean? I, I like think lyrics? Be, I think that'd be fine. Okay. And obviously don't try to go make money off of it. Or anything. Well, no, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But for my but yeah, own but while sake, doing that, yeah, I know, absolutely, I because you'll be thinking about, you know, lyrics that match it and match the mood that you like about that instrumental, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. I guess sort of, and this is a big part of my process too, explaining to yourself why you yeah. like or do not like certain things. Yeah. Like 80% of my process is arguing. 90% of my oh, yeah. is, process is arguing. <laughs> that might be why, you know, yeah, that's, uh, I, I, I do tend to argue with myself a lot for sure, especially in terms of creative stuff. And again, I feel like that also can work to my detriment because it's like, oh, but why, you know, this isn't as good as it is in your head and you're not sure where you're going. So why would you, you know, why, why are you writing right now? It's just like, well, fuck, I don't really have a good comeback. For that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it's a bit of a, yeah, there's, there's always some, uh, some of that. Yeah. But to really turn that arguing into a tool, I think is really important. Yeah, for sure. And to kind of like yourself and yourself as two different people working on something, you know? Yeah. You got your gut instinct and you go with something and then you have, you know, the harsh critic part of you is like well why'd you do that like, yeah oh, well i thought it was cool if you just thought it was cool well well so you could do have something else that's just cool but also means something more well okay so yeah <laughs> but that's that's a lot of my process just arguing everything that is like the final yeah. version it's because i've argued with myself that it should be there yeah and if i find that i can't argue for something like other than it's just, oh, just it's just cool you know yeah and that's when i step back and think okay well how do we make it not just cool but corral, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some pretty snazzy. Yes. Yeah, no, I, yeah. But I, yeah, well, I guess this, I was going to say this has turned into the Logan's <laughs> how to, how to help Logan do shit. Yeah. But uh, no, well, I, if you I, want, I, I have one more piece enough. that I could uh, no, maybe yeah, share go with you. for it. Go for it. Uh, well, just, I guess a question real quick. How much yeah. you, you focus on the world and lore and stuff like that? that's not a bad thing but how much of that is written down Uh, and you we've probably danced around this maybe but it just just tell me concretely right now how much is written down sorry i'm trying to think because sometimes i think i haven't written something down and i have and sometimes i thought i wrote something down and i haven't um You know what? I'm just going to, I'm probably going to, I don't know if I'm going to, this might be lowballing it. It might be highballing it. I'm not sure. I'm going to say actually written down like the rules and stuff and like the lore and whatnot, probably like 20 to 25% <laughs> I see. of everything, of everything. 
there's someone there's some worlds where I think, you know, like maybe like 60 to 70 percent of that specific one is written down. But overall, mm-hmm. maybe like, fuck it, I'm just gonna say 20 percent. And I'm not sure if I'm under or overselling that. I'm right. I, like genuinely, I'm not sure. Well, no, that, that that's a fine enough answer because it yeah, uh, yeah it, it pushes me to say what I was going to say anyway. Yeah, I would say definitely for my advice for you for not not starting, but you know starting because you want to yeah get going like yes. with effective momentum. Yes, uh, rather than focusing on creating these stories and stuff like that just write down everything you can about the worlds and stuff just just have fun with it just write a lot that's true (laughs) you'll build your understanding that way you'll see things you know writing stuff down like oh hey i can make this connection here yeah just just write that stuff write the stuff that you you know have that interest in build your own understanding of the world and the story i call it the bucket approach I, yeah. Some people have like, you know, you've probably heard lore Bibles and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I call it my buckets. I just have my buckets <laughs> and I fill my buckets. I have a thought like, oh, that can be good. I put it in my bucket. Put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Just and don't be discriminate about it. Just put just put it all down. Yeah. And if you realize, well, this is contradicting, then iron it out. But yeah. I feel like it'd be really helpful for you for developing stories in those worlds if you just had the worlds, you know. Not saying you don't have them developed, but actually like concretely. Yeah, actually this written is stuff down, down. And, Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, stuff can change, you know, like oh, we yeah. were saying, you don't, ha- don't be like, oh, you know, it's official. I put it down, hands tied, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but definitely I, getting in that <laughs> groove of having it concrete, something you can reflect on and just honestly building your own understanding. I keep yeah. saying that because it's true. Because yeah. <laughs> it'll just help you have that bigger picture. Yeah, I actually have a, I just remembered, I actually have a tab in one of the folders just named Stories of Myth, and it's literally just me coming up with myths for the different <laughs> worlds and, like, the stories within them. Because, I, I, again, I really like, yeah, because my whole thing is definitely building lore, because there's one world where, um, the fuck was that? Sorry, something... I don't know what the hell that was. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, oh, someone's moving a wire. God, it scared the shit out of me. It sounded like a fucking snake. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, sorry. You're right. You still with us? Yeah. What was I saying? Um, something about. Lore writing about the worlds world. and right, 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 filling up a big old lore bucket. Yeah, because there's a whole uh, in one of the one of the magic worlds. Um, there's a whole stipulation and stereotype around like necromancers, and I was writing a story, like a myth of because uh, one of the big things in that world that you come to learn is every necromancer ever since this first one hasn't been a true necromancer he's they've actually been corruptions of the idea like the first actual quote-unquote necromancer like the true necromancy is someone who can bring someone back to life fully not as like a slave not as a whatever like fully back to life like not evil anything like that like actually just bringing them back uh but it got corrupted along the way by the guy's first apprentice actually uh 
uh, and the and the whole myth is that he got rid of his apprentice and vowed never to teach anyone it again because he saw what it could do. But you know, obviously, some people learned from it or tried to replicate it, and no one's been able to uh, come back with it. So Necromancer's got a really you know a shit reputation because you know obviously everyone thinks of them as evil, but the whole point is kind of this character is like, but that's not actually true. That's not actually what it's supposed to be. All that other kind of jazz to kind of give like contrast to, you know, necromancers in games are always evil. So I was kind of thinking, yeah, but what if they weren't? Or what if they weren't supposed to be, but something happened to make them that way? Uh, and that was kind of the idea for the, the myth of that story. And then I have a, uh, I feel like I have, Oh, right. I forgot I made an entire mythological reason for the seasons and why the seasons are the way they are. And that's like a whole thing. Uh, but yeah, no, I really like coming up with that kind of jazz. Uh, sorry, I don't remember why I was saying that. <laughs> this, the wire scared the shit out of me and I forgot yeah. the last hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like that's that stuff you could be just jotting down to write it down. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I've actually fully ever written out the actual origins of uh. Well, I guess specifically winter, but I don't know if I've actually fully written out that story. I I definitely have it outlined somewhere. I don't know if I actually sat down to actually write like the the actual creation of the seasons. I I don't. Well, you could. I could. Yeah. Because I have a very specific song that <laughs> is kind of like my theme song for the coming of winter. And actually, the story would be told. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about it out loud, though. The story would be told from the perspective of summer. Uh, yeah, no, because I have I don't know why I thought of this. I'll be. Uh, no, I remember why, because it has to do with uh, it has to do with a story later down the road involving other characters with this. Something happens with the seasons. I remember why I thought of that. Um, but yeah, no, I have a whole story on why uh, winter follows autumn, why uh, spring follows autumn and why summer follows spring. I think I said that right. Winter follows autumn. Right. And then spring. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Spring follows winter. Sorry. Right. Yes. I'm not crazy. Right. Like in, in actual reality. <laughs> Spring follows winter. <laughs> Summer follows spring. I feel like it's funnier if I just stay quiet. <laughs> autumn Let follows, you uh, or no autumn? Sorry, this. sorry. Autumn follows. Or so, fuck. Autumn. Fuck. <laughs> you want to do? You want to talk about something else, Logan? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no. Sorry. I'm like I'm. I'm actually trying to think of like the uh, how the because I do. I do have a. I do have the actual things set out i was just genuinely trying to remember does autumn follow winter like not physically i mean literally the season of autumn is spring summer autumn winter. winter okay thank you yeah that is the order yes okay okay so in yeah so in that one the concept of autumn which you could think of them of gods if you would like but they're concepts not gods whatever but they do have a physical form fuck it whatever and they're 
there's a whole reason why winter follows autumn and there's a whole reason why spring follows winter and summer follows spring <laughs> fuck <laughs> we go. great now one more time i wasn't listening <laughs> shit uh but yeah no i definitely have actually that's probably one of my more it's actually probably one of my more fleshed out uh i guess myths or lore stories that i don't think i've actually fully written down yeah write it down that's my advice write it down yeah and then definitely yeah. the important step for that is just to you know shake off that whole oh it's so important i'm running it down thing and just put yeah. down what you have and just yeah. know yeah it'll change later oh my god that's gonna take so much time scott i have like 30 different things <laughs> <laughs> well it's you know it's just a place to start you know it leaning into you know obviously what attracts you to writing oh yeah i would lean into that if yeah to... for sure make an effective starting point well yeah no i was gonna say i feel like one of the other ones that i probably should uh probably should write stuff down for is i actually drew out not in any real detail but i did draw out the landscape of a city <laughs> of a like a mega city that one of my stories takes place in and i actually drew out like okay what section is where like what's yeah what how do these sections interact with each other yeah i'm looking at it right now <laughs> and that's solid stuff i mean that's that's great a lot of the writing that you do is going to be about your writing and a lot yeah. of the stuff <laughs> that you can do to supplement your overall knowledge is just going to help you yeah like a lot of people are afraid of exposition you shouldn't be afraid of exposition oh i fucking love exposition <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> no on the creative side of things you want to love exposition oh you want to yeah. just drown yourself in knowledge yeah I obviously love you got to yeah. meter it out carefully in the final oh, yeah. thing but when it comes to creating go no go hog wild oh no you yourself should know as much as much detail as you fucking can yeah for sure right whether or not you need to give all that detail to your readers yeah. <laughs> that's where we start to go ah yeah but uh yeah no so <sighs> Sorry, this is the Logan doesn't understand how to write or has no <laughs> has no uh has been stuck in a rut for like the past six months, probably actually last year, and has yet to dig himself out of it. So he used the podcast as an excuse to talk to someone who from what he understands is not necessarily stuck in a rut and maybe I'm able to help dig him out of it podcast there we go hey should i make that the title that whole thing right there <laughs> i don't know if there's a character limit and i don't know why I, I run it by. that's a good point actually maybe i'll try first just to see if there is <laughs> if it'll let me <laughs> well, now we just gotta see right yeah i think it was not the case we just gotta see gotta yeah <laughs> oh my goodness gracious um yeah, so that was it. it was, <laughs> sorry, that turned into a bit more of a therapy session than I intended, but uh, it, it's kind of hard to avoid that, especially when you're talking about creative processes. I, I don't know, Scott. Is there anything else you want to kind of mention about your creative process that, well, you either just want to share, or maybe you think would help it, not not just me, but help someone else if they were if they happened upon this or anything like that? Or did you kind of? kind of give it all to me because logan needs help <laughs> i think i gave across 
most of my general points. Yeah. I'm trying okay. to think if there's anything I missed. <laughs> yeah. Or if there's anything I mean, you want to yeah. share. It doesn't have to be advice. You could just be like, oh, I really like, you know, this part yeah. of how I do this. And, you know, it's really fun or anything like yeah. that. Because my whole thing, if you haven't fucking noticed by now, <laughs> my most fun thing is definitely starting off with something. I will honestly say creating a new story or sorry, a new world or even just a new character within an existing world probably the most exciting part for me because i get to go okay cool all right what's their personality what do they look like what is their what are their i don't know what are their hobbies what do they hate what are they like what are they doing what's their motivation why are they there what's their point and it's just like this whole like new list of me to be like woo! i get to figure this out uh and then after after everything is like figured out i'm just like okay <laughs> let's uh let's let's put them in there let's start writing and i'm just like what about this thing? Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. And, and I, my, my last yeah. thing that I'll probably just say, I brought it up. I just want to kind of emphasize it. Yes. Just because I don't know how thoroughly I explored it was yes. uh, actually not that dissimilar what you were just saying. Yeah. And that's the importance of just writing about your writing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, that's most of my writing these days, rewriting things I've written and uh, <laughs> writing about the writing. But yeah. it, it's, it's a very useful tool to do. Did you use your writing as a way to uh, kind of move along your own writing? Yeah. And it, it's something that I, helps me with the occasional writer's block. Yeah. And, you know, say there's something here and I just like, I don't know how to connect this or I don't know. I'm just not moving at this point. Well, then I'll, I'll write about it. I'll write about like, well, what's working and why, why do I think it's not working? And then that kind of jogs like, well, I guess it's just because, and you know what? Maybe it's because this character is doing something this character wouldn't really do, you know? Yeah, yeah. And starting to, you know, you realize things when you write <laughs> about it and kind of t- take that objective look at things. Yeah. So I, I would just emphasize that. It's not just, if you... Yeah. I'm my process sounds like the uh, enemy of your process. If you hate writing, <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna hate my process. My twelve step program is gonna be twelve steps <laughs> in the hell. But uh, but anyway, yeah. and you know everyone's different, obviously. But oh yeah, that sure. really works for me, and I think that it's a helpful habit to get into. Just writing a lot, writing <clears> about <throat> your writing, and just m- m- you get that little bit closer to putting what you think and what works really well into what actually the the transfer to the paper or the quote-unquote paper in this damn digital world we live in yep sorry i was just i was thinking about fuck sorry i was just thinking about uh because we were talking about uh some of the other i was thinking about uh i was trying to think of like okay which story do i probably have that would give me like the best in terms of the world where i could use i could almost use it as an excuse to get characters places <laughs> um, I actually do have one just because of the character's job it could it actually probably would be a really good excuse to kind of move them around to different places that I need them to be in uh, without me having to go you know super intricate with like how it works it, it's it's one of the because uh, I know I have several it's one of the bounty hunter stories actually because he's a bounty hunter, you know, he could have a lot of reasons for going to certain places because, you know, maybe someone's there that he needs to go get, or maybe there's information, you know, uh, there's, there's actually a lot of different excuses I could use to move him around. 
uh, at least to, you know, get me rolling on the process. But sorry, I was thinking of another magical like world thing. And I remembered that I was like, oh, right. I forgot in this world, there's the world, there's reality. And then just a little bit beyond reality, there's the void. And then a little bit beyond that is what's known as the warp, which contains all chaos and all the chaos in the world happens through a little slit in the void where the warp just kind of leaks a little bit through. And that's what causes all of the chaos in our world. And if that slit were Kinky. to ever open up any wider, who oh boy, Kinky. look out. Uh, because I have a character that his whole thing is he's been touched by the warp. Not that he necessarily wants to open it up any Kinky. bigger, but he's... <laughs> but sorry, yeah, I'm think I, I like... Yeah, I, I should probably just write this stuff down. <laughs> just write it down, honestly. I should. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Number one tip if you want to start writing, write. Yeah. Like it sounds so simple. Do it. Do it. And I, feel, I feel like I should. Yeah. I feel like what I need to stop focusing on so much is writing the story itself. And yeah, just because I like writing worlds so much, just fucking write the lore of the world, honestly. Right. Like I exactly. could mention in passing if I want to like the general stuff that happens, like, you know, I can tell the before and then kind of just give a really general thing of what happens in like the actual story. And I don't have to go into detail. I can just kind of write down like, you know, and then this happened and this happened and this happened. And especially if it's uh, if it has anything world ending or like super important, I could also write that down and then come back to it and be like, okay, so this is how they affect the world generally. Now, how do I do that in detail? <laughs> right. Or you could even do, like, I've definitely done this before, you know, in doing that, writing down all of that stuff, you might yeah. actually like come up with something. Yeah. And you're just like, huh, that's actually yeah. a much more interesting story than the thing I was setting this up for. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And so then, they, then there's your new I story. Feel, I feel like that might be a good idea instead of trying to come up with plot lines or anything, literally just literally because literally, I, I also feel like maybe I like writing lore so much is because I'm a bit of a history nerd. So I enjoy reading about the histories of places. So maybe that's why I like creating the history of places yeah. that aren't necessarily real. So maybe instead of trying to maybe like, okay, if I want to write like a novel or something, you know, I need a story. Maybe for the moment I should just say, nah, fuck that just really write out the lore and like the history and the rules of this world and just get it down right <sighs> i think that would definitely help where you are <laughs> i i agree now the only thing is i have to actually do it <laughs> really do it oh god tune um, in next week when we won't acknowledge it at all yeah <laughs> Uh, I have to say, actually, maybe outside of this podcast, honestly, I might have, I, I might be like, okay, Scott, like, like, seriously, I like, okay, in like two weeks from now, I need to hand you, not that you have to read it or anything, but I need to hand you a, not, and it doesn't have to be like finished, but at least like a written out uh, general lore and rules of a world. And like, and I have to give it to you by this deadline or I don't know. Yeah. What fucking think of something <laughs> no i wasn't joking give me something oh, yeah. by the 22nd <laughs> do it or uh -oh. i'll be disappointed in you. <laughs> uh oh shit <laughs> <sighs> my affection is on the line logan <laughs> what will you do fuck <laughs>
damn it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so. Oh, all right. And speaking of that, uh, we're going to wrap this up and then I'm not going to write tonight because <laughs> this is the thing that I was doing tonight. I was doing the podcast. I knew it was going to be long and I've got other stuff that I wanted to try and do tonight before I have to go to bed. And man, sometimes when I think about how much time I wasted, just like not doing anything <laughs> when I had like those six months off, ugh, yeah, whatever. I'll be honest though. At least now that I'm working this job, at least it's not like, okay, every day you didn't do anything. So you feel like a lazy piece of shit. At least I worked that day. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So at least I'm doing something instead of the fucking nothing I was doing before. Sorry, that's just a personal thing. <laughs> this whole thing's been a personal thing, Logan. Don't try and yeah, throw up that that's front more, now. That's a bit more personal than like the other personal stuff. That's, that's a different type of personal information that we were talking from. Uh, I think I had a stroke. <laughs> Logan? Yeah? Okay, here we okay. Thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> I'm going to go before this kills me because apparently that's what's happening. Um, Can't have that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for yeah listening to our, uh, well, honestly, my therapy session. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, if you're writing or not, you don't have to be like a serious writer either. I'm fucking not. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, at least not right now. Uh, I don't know if you could hear that snap, but I snapped. Um, oh, we got it. Yeah, excellent. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you were able to take something away from this, whether you apply it to yourself or you just found it interesting. Maybe. Hey, cool excellent <laughs> yeah yeah this yeah. has been our trip to the other side of the curtain yeah and, and I now whenever can... we complain about how the other games uh, can't do it you know yeah now we have a bit of our perspective <laughs> on uh trying to do it ourselves i can't i i struggle to write again so i don't like when i criticize an author i i will say i always at least have the respect for them that hey you at least finished what you were writing <laughs> <laughs> even if i think it was bad at least you finished it like i'll always respect you for that but um because it is hard at least for me it's hard so anyone that can do it i have i have at least a little bit of respect for so right. uh <sighs> And if anything, yeah, yeah. I mean, try it. For, it's important to, you know, try it for yourself, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll help because, you build that yeah. uh, appreciation for the but, things uh, you may not even be aware of. Yeah, and we can definitely appreciate that. But also because we're behind the curtain so much, we can also, I feel like maybe we have a bit more legs to stand on when we're criticizing something because we understand, you know, the hard work and process that goes into it. And if you're not showing that effort, I'm considering so I'm someone who struggles with it. When I see someone else not trying, it like irks me even more than someone who, you know, it still might irk them, but probably not to the degree that it does me because yeah. I, you know, I'm like, I'm struggling over here, but even I think I could, you know, like you obviously didn't put in the effort. So why bother? And it's, it's that kind of thing where it's like, 
Yeah. Or help you appreciate yeah. the things you like that much more. Oh, yeah. When you can oh, yeah. step back and you know, mechanically, quote unquote, say, well, this works because of this. Very yeah. nice choice. Yeah. I just realized that, God damn it. I don't know where I'm going to put the song. You know what? I'll put it here. Start the song. So that means we have like a minute. So no more bullshit tangents. Sorry. I, I always do that where I start ending the podcast and I say something else that sparks something else. And do it. End it now. Kill it. I, I, I will. I will. Okay. Thank you, Scott, for joining me this week on chatting with uh, Fade to Comply. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope you got something out of it. Yeah. I, I, honest to God, I don't care what it was. I hope you got something because... <laughs> Just cause. Thank you for watching. Uh, yeah, thank you. Watching, <gasps> idiots. Oh, I've done a mess <laughs> up. Oh no. And on it's that, okay, they thought we were ending it earlier. Not here <laughs> Damn it. And on that note, uh, goodbye, and we will talk at you next week. And I'm, I, I'm not threatening anything because I don't have it. Uh, we don't. Whatever. I don't have anything. Bye. To right now. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>